from game right there. I need it. Beat him with it. Is it a sword cane? You hit record, didn't you? Stab him with it. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Listen, how long ain't nobody moving? Ain't nobody moving too good these well, days. Well, here's the problem with this foot jacked up and yeah. walking weird. I, I because of that, it's screwing up my back, and I'm just I'm getting yeah. all jacked up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Insert Disc Two, where we talk about our medical problems. <laughs> well, first up was Chad what? with the jacked up foot. Let me Aaron? tell you about my IBS. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that. Don't make, don't poke fun. That too, you got. It's due to his jacked up back. Is that irritable bowel syndrome? That's right. Yeah, irritable my, my, back my syndrome. Entire, my entire digestive system, start to finish, is all jacked up. It's true. In pipe to out pipe, it's it's all toast. <laughs> well, maybe it's all that toast. <laughs> So we've gathered here this evening to discuss um, who's getting who's getting hit. <laughs> we've gathered here this evening. We're going to talk about uh, there were there were some things left unsaid from our, our last discussion about uh, our memories of the uh, long lamented BBS era of computing. And uh, Aaron, uh, talk about some of the more interesting personalities that you've known. Oh, and before we get started, we're here with uh, with with Chad. Say hi, Chad. Hi, Chad. And Aaron's here. Hello. And Brent. Hey, how's it going? Okay, Aaron. Start with uh, what were some of the, the more colorful characters that you came into contact with? Well, we were discussing this off mic. Uh, I was telling you we. When you in those days, the BBSs had one thing in common, and that was to use them. You had to have some level of knowledge, and not be a total moron. Now that didn't mean you were a normal person. Most of the people were absolutely out of their out of their minds, and so we met a lot of these guys. And the ones that came to mind, uh, we knew a guy uh, named Starman. His, his real name was Dave. Was and that from the Bowie song? Is that where you got that? I would that? assume, but you or never was it know. from pro wrestling on the it, NES? No, he no. Yeah. I always guarantee it wasn't that. The old TV show. Probably. But, uh, yeah, it could have been. But Starman, was, he was a good guy. And I know you and him had some problems, Chad. But uh, he used to come up to the house all the time. He's the fellow that first told me he'd, he'd seen something called the World Wide Web. And he was like, he worked He worked for the Corps of Engineers. And he he was talking about using their computers to go to the World Wide Web. And was explaining to me what it was. And I was like, eh, I don't know what the hell that is. It's not stupid, you know. So, so that was my first experience. But he wasn't even talking about the World Wide Web. It was Dave... Uh, when I was in college, I, I was uh, a DJ in uh, at Marshall on our radio station. And WMUL. That's right. That's right. I was an unlicensed, unregulated pirate DJ because they they thought I had my license because I lied. So, and then they stuck me on the morning show uh, with a girl named Terry. Terry was a uh, uh, was a girl that had been was a sort of up and coming kind of a big deal manager at the station. And she was much older than me, but she looked like she was about 12. She got carded everywhere she went. People, they would always pull her over when she was driving. She looked real young. Big Fleetwood Mac fan, and she used to dress like Stevie Nicks. And I'm getting, How did Stevie Nicks dress? You know, like a witchy. Mm. You know, very witchy. Shaws and lace and that, that sort That's of stuff. Thing. When I'd go to her house or her apartment, she had candles and crap lit up. She loved that stuff. Anyway... Uh, this chick was always bugging me to take her out, to take her these things. Seducing you. Well... Whatever, but uh, uh, more hexing, really. And finally, she, she, I, and I, I went over there a couple times, but the thing that broke the camel's back was she wanted me to go to this black tie affair because she worked for the local television station WSAZ, and the, and the uh, uh, the weatherman there was having they were having a party for him, which was the guy that played Mr. Cartoon, by the way. And I was like, listen, I'm not doing no black tie. I'm screw this. And so she, but she kept bugging me. So I was like, I gotta find a way out of this. And so I do what I always do. I need to find some way out, which is find some sucker to take my spot. And enter Starman. I brought that guy in. <laughs> I introduced him. I was like, hey, you guys can talk for a while. I'm gonna go down to the store. And when I came back, they were making out. And I was like, okay, pro- that problem solved. I moved, I moved on. But anyway, they were together for a while. That's pretty much the extent of what I remember. From, no, also Starman drove like a maniac. I remember hitting that. Uh, there was a uh, railroad crossing there, uh, what was that, 5th Avenue or whatever, no, 3rd Avenue, and he would, he would hit that thing at about 1,000 miles an hour, and he'd jump to the air like the Duke boys. That <laughs> drove like a maniac, so I remember that about him. Do you have any memories of Starman on top of your head? Not really, not no. at all. Except I think he was assimilated by EverQuest at some later point. Yeah, I think he got in the online role-playing game thing. But he was he was a good guy, and he was a guy we met over the BBSs. We'd see him all the time on yeah, all the he, BBSs. He worked for the Corps of Engineers, didn't he? Yeah. 
So he had he had some money coming in. Yeah. And yet he he. I know this was always coming. he always would go to other people's houses to use use his BBS time at somebody else's machine. I don't I don't know what was going on with that. I, I think he was trying to find some sort of anonymity that he couldn't get by using his own computer at home. Yeah. Oh, wait. He didn't have one. Starman was one of a series of, of what I like to call BBS mooches that oh, we had God. a lot Don't of. Get me you know the number one mooch? You know who it is, don't mm. you? Who's the most annoying mooch you ever saw? In all of I don't know. There were a lot of Doctor them. Doctor Who is the guy that comes to mind. Doctor Who was this annoying little dork. I hope he's not listening because I'd hate to hurt his feelings. But doc, but the wow, doctor would come over, and I wouldn't answer the door. I'm like, I'm not letting this this goof in. And he would scream from the street, "Are you home? Are you home?" That <laughs> <laughs> drove me nuts, man. Do you remember Doctor Who? Yeah, didn't he one time come up come up to your house and you had ordered pizza and he ate all your food? That happened a lot. Yeah, that's why I was so uh, you know thin and. Beat down back in them days. <laughs> of course, you've made up for it by eating Doctor Who. That's correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, That's right. He's right. Yeah, I always wondered what happened to him, but I yeah. guess he was a, a, a snack there for you somewhere. He couldn't. He there. couldn't. He couldn't rebirth. Then it was over for him. So when you uh, when you were if you were a BBS wow. moocher, what what is the advantage of using somebody else's computer other than your own? Other than I guess phone phone line charges. Well, is Ch- that the- Chad was the King oh, of the Mooch gosh. hosts. Why don't you tell them what the Moochers did when they come over? Because I know you hosted many a Mooch. Well, not intentionally. But down I, eventually, Gooch. I drew the line to it because it. it so tell so them. Ridiculous. Tell them what happened. Well, they would come over and they would they would say it was their time to play their turn or whatever on the game, and they want me to basically drop everything that I was doing just to let them log in to to do their stuff. It's like, what were what? you doing then? I don't know, just anything. It didn't matter what I was doing. <laughs> but tell I could have been taking a shower. I could have been using the bathroom, fixing dinner, and they had to get their turn in. It's like, go buy But t- tell else. tell the good listeners how long this went on. <sighs> not not that long. But how long did you, what did you do when they wanted to come mooch? What did you do? Well, there was one point when about three or four of them showed up at the same time, and I had already had plans with another friend that wasn't a, a loser moocher idiot type. And they were saying that they wanted to play their turns. I basically just had to say, look, get out. <laughs> they wouldn't leave. They still wanted to play their turns, so I just unplugged what, the computer. What games were these people playing at this time? Oh, Lord. What? Space Dynasty, Solar yes. Realms Elite, Trade Wars. But, yeah. I mean, you let these people mooch off you for months. Well, that was, that was my fault for being Chad a nice was like guy. the human doormat. He was. He was too nice. He would just let these people, and they'd come in and eat his food. Sit there and play. And no, they never touch my. They never food. touch your food. No. They come in there and just, but they would take over the computer for about for the afternoon, effectively. Well, and it would, not, no matter what you were doing. That, well, not yeah. quite an afternoon, but revisionist history. So yeah, and he finally and you finally put a stop. Of course, to it. you you got mooched on plenty. I too, got mooched so. on as well, and it was uh, irritating to say the least, when someone would come up. but that, Of course, like, you, you were living in an apartment that was on the second floor. You could have very easily launched them out that second floor window, which right. I'm kind of surprised you never did. The the, here, the thing that about the BBS and in the old days is unlike today, like very few people had computers. It was not that... It wasn't like everyone had one. And so... Well, they had phones, though. No, they did no, not. What? No, this, this was before... <laughs> what are you, Eight? <laughs> The, uh, this wasn't even cell now, phones. Here's my question: Did you ever take advantage of the moochers? Say, yeah, you can play my turn. You can play your turns in like trade wars, but you have to give me like X amount of in-game goods. It wouldn't happen. These no. moochers were soulless. Un- you couldn't negotiate with them, <laughs> you know. But does, uh, did I ever take advantage of the moochers? I don't. With the exception of Starman well, pawning off that chick, I can't think of another time where I got something out of it that worked out well. Well, there for was me. an advantage looking back in hindsight that I should have done. If I if I had ever annoyed anybody or ticked somebody off to the point where they wanted to kill me, I guess I could have surrounded myself with a circle of moochers to use like <laughs> cannon fodder, so so to speak. So, <laughs> so they, many would die instead of just one. Yeah, but I'd still but I'd still be safe. So. But they, but they were quite insistent that they had to get their turns in. That's true. I mean, they would do. They would come up. They would call me at all times of the day or night. I'll tell you. Was there ever a time when you were on the BBS and you logged off and you're like, "Well, this is probably going to be the last time that I'm on the BBS"? Because I'm sure there was some overlap when you had the World Wide Web 
and you were doing stuff. There was never a time. In fact, I can tell you, like I said, when when I moved to Kentucky, which would have been 1993, the first thing I did, in fact, before I moved, I made sure to get all the BBSs and sign up. In fact, that's where I met my buddy Shaggy, was on his BBS, uh, uh, Chef Groovy. And uh, uh, so I wanted to try to make friends and stuff, because I thought, what's the easiest way to make friends in this new town where I don't know anyone? And that was the, through the BBS, because I'd made friends in Huntington doing the same thing. And, and uh, I did meet some people in Lexington like that. Uh, but I had, uh, I think I think the BBSs went to bed when I was signed up. To, there was a point where to get on the World Wide Web, you had to get through AOL. I think we mentioned that before. Oh. And it was horrible. And I knew AOL was garbage back then. But I was like, i got to get on the web, and there's no other way to do it. And... Uh, when there was a when there was a uh, uh, when I found a local number that would let me get on the web and not have to go through AOL, that was pretty much the end of the BBS. I think that was it. Because I mean, at that point, then they were sort of pointless. I don't remember. Like, I've could heard, you tell? I mean, during that time period, that they were starting to go away. I, you know, I've heard Rob talk about that. How people were slowly leaving them. I don't remember that. Do you? I don't remember like the BBS is dying. I think I was pretty. I think I was a pretty early adopter. You left the ship early, and then we had cable modem a lot, a lot earlier than a lot of people because we we made friends with a guy in there who ran a uh, ISP and who was j- just installing cable. Like, we were one of the first people in town to get cable modem, and so at that point you can forget it, and that would have been around '94. So yeah, and then BBSs were they didn't have any, they didn't have a modem anymore at that point. So. Yeah, but I don't remember a time when they were dying. It was just like we were BBSing, and then we weren't. I mean, there's footage. There, of- there wasn't a slow transition. No, no, I'm sure afterwards there probably was. One, uh, one, one thing that I do want to bring up. Aaron was talking about AOL, and that that was pretty much the only way to get on the internet to start with. And a, a lot of people, as time went on, they bash all the people that were on AOL. But pretty much, just about everybody started on it. You're right. That's all there was. You're right. But the people that had enough sense moved on when the option opened up. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. I was sitting there thinking, man, when did I stop using BBSs? And I know exactly when it was. It's when Aaron took his computer and went to college. But (laughs) I was thinking, man, what did I do from BBS to Internet? Because that was a good chunk of time. So what years was this, just to give us some This would have been... Nintendo, probably. 90 to... 95? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the only online activity that I can recall during that time would have been X-Band for the Super Nintendo. And looking back on it now, I mean, mainly it was used for multiplayer matches, multiplayer fighting games. But it also had sections of it that was very BBS-like, where you could get on and you had your own little personal area that you could put up text on your wall. People could come and visit you. And I remember running my little area like a BBS where I would change the information. And I had people, I'd had 40 or 50 people visit me every day to see what my new updated information was. I never thought about that until just now. So basically like a Facebook. Well, it was more facts about games. Because I would get into the magazines and look up all the hints and tricks and then put them on my little wall area. And people would come and visit me. Now, you know, we were just talking about the X-Band yeah. on, on the show the other day. Um, do you remember how exactly it connected? Was it, how did it connect to the console? It was a uh, cartridge slot. Okay, so it was like a 32X basically sort of thing? Yes, it, it, as I remember. Uh, and then phone line into it. And mostly it was direct connect as opposed to, but to match make. You, you you went to a service to get matchmaked, and then once the matchmaking was done, you direct connected to your person. I believe. I don't remember the technology. I, I didn't. I didn't. I never knew the technical side of it when mm-hmm. I was a kid playing it. How did so. the X-Men fit into the machine? Cartridge slot. And did the cartridge go on top of that, or did you download the cartridge? Uh, no. There was definitely no downloading yeah. of the cartridge. You, yeah. I think it was like a 32X. Okay. I was wondering about that. I've got an X-Band somewhere. I think it's your old one, but I don't know what I've done with it. Um, <laughs> and then I guess, but there was there was obviously a keyboard too, right? Because nope. it was all yeah, it was all type of joystick. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I remember another thing I remember doing with X-Band was Ancy Art. We talked about <laughs> a little bit that I remember doing Ancy Art pictures because I, I tried to draw different character faces. Tasteful nudes. No. Yeah. <laughs> very very few uh, Starship Enterprises or anything. <laughs> 
did uh, you ever play in the online console stuff? But you can remember you didn't you didn't really weren't a console guy, were you? Like the most nah, I think I think the only one that I I did anything with was probably the uh, probably much later the the original Xbox. Oh yeah, that's way yeah that's way late in the game at that point. So did you do you notice that a lot of the BBS people did you ever reunite with them later on down the road like when EverQuest was starting to become a thing was there did you ever run there into There was anybody? no way to contact them. Yeah, that's the, the problem. Communities were way fractured. I mean, by that in the point. BBS days, and we touched this a bit last time, but we would have a bowling party, and that's or or something in the real world, and you would or people would come to your party. I, I just think I remember going to Doctor Feelgood's party. The Feelgood, I think he lived in Barbersville, didn't he? Uh, and uh, him and his girlfriend, we we'd party with him, and there was a bunch of people there. Matahari, she used to, there was this girl that used to come to all the bowling parties and stuff. Uh, and uh, uh, I remember a girl. I'll never forget. There was this girl called Love Child, and I talked to her for years. And and by the way, girls were actually on the BBS, which is something else. <laughs> there were some, and they would and they would. Uh, I hung out with some of them. And it was you know, it was sort of surprising, but not that surprising. Not like it. I mean, now I'm if you. I'd be much more surprised if someone was a real girl because I just assume everyone I talk to on the net is a guy, well, sometimes uh, pretending to be a girl. The, the net, the ratio from girls to guys online now is pro- is way closer to fifty fifty than it ever. Well, was I'm just telling you, it's it, BBS time. But I remember uh, getting. I'd never met Love Child, and she. I heard a knock on my door one day, and I was. I, I looked at the peephole, and I lived in a pretty dumpy apartment, and there was this really good looking redhead there, and I was like, "What the hell's that?" I don't know her. And so I opened the door and she goes, Hey, Devil Bunny! And I'm like, Hey! <laughs> you! <laughs> she goes, It's Love Child! I was like, Well, son of a gun! She came in, we hit it off. I was like, Man, this is great! She's like, Well, I just wanted to stop by and see you. I'm moving away. I was like, <laughs> I will like, never forget that. Just like, Ka-ta-da! I was like, Well, she's gone. But, uh, uh, the parties and stuff were great. You could connect with people. And then you would occasionally talk to them on the phone. Like I said, the BBS people, there weren't no cell phones. And so phone stuff was just in general in that type of, in that time period, there wasn't as much calling people on the phone. So people would just stop by. The the, the pop-in was a, was the way you did it back in those days. Everybody popped in. Well, that, that was basically in an era, like pre-cell phones, when they actually, they had a device called a, a pay phone that you would put money into <laughs> yeah, yeah. to call people if you were out. Of course, a lot of these guys didn't have their money because that's why they were moochers. But well, of course, there was always the the trick with the can tabs. You could take the can tab off. Short it out. That short thing. out the phone. That's a that's a that's an old uh, was it uh, War Games shtick? Yeah. yeah. But but a lot of times you would you would people would come around and it was cool. Sometimes. Uh, but when <laughs> when everyone left the BBS, that's one thing I do remember. It's like. I don't remember a time where I was like, huh, see you later, Dr. Feelgood, and then just, I'm never going to talk to you again. I never, it, just, it just didn't happen. A lot of times what would happen is the BBS you were on would just go away. And so any friends you'd made, any uh, uh, people you talked to in every day, there were people we talked to every day, and they would just be, and you had no way to get in, co- in contact with them if you didn't know where they lived or their phone number. Actually, I'm trying to think of anybody that I I still communicate with that was on the BBSs back in the day. And you at know, this point, you're you're pretty much the only one at this point. Yeah. You know that also <clears throat> that made user IDs so much more important because if you were on if you were one name on one board and the same name on a different board. If the one board went down, someone might still be able to reconnect. Right, you're right. I mean, now people have dozens of usernames if they want to. Yeah. I kept the same name on every board. I never changed because I know you're exact. Plus, you had a rep. You would build up your rep. Uh, yeah. There, there were there were times in real life when people would call you by your handle all and the you'd time. Be just like I don't know what that feels like. Yeah, <laughs> Odd. Odd. it's like having a nickname. He knows, trust me. <laughs> Aaron doesn't know John's real name. Well, I know now, but I, that's why. For I the it. longest time, Aaron called John Boat because that's all he knew him as. <laughs> and now I just can't stop. But anyone that and people me, and everybody associated with the show calls me Boat. Well, <laughs> so. this happens a lot with me, and because of my my poor memory, I'm just hey. Like I told you before, when I'd go to the mall and I'd be, and I'd be like, "Hey, Doctor Feelgood," he'd go, "Hey, Bunny." We'd go up and high five, and he'd be with like Doctor Who and Jeremy Feeple and some other guys. I thought for years Jeremy Feeple's real name was Jeremy Feeple. I didn't realize yeah. that was a character. Yeah, that's you true. know. And so you know, did you? 
at well, the just, time? Just re- not, I'm sure I did at the time, but just recently I would f- completely forgotten about that guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. And you you actually told corrected me and said, yeah, that was his handle. It's like, whoops, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think thought it was, it was his real name Ron or something like that. Sizemore. Yeah, and then, and then uh, like Road Warrior. I never knew his real name. Was it Scott something? That's yeah. just a guess. I, I thought you were going to say, I thought Road Warrior was his real <laughs> name too. <laughs> but, I mean, you didn't know, like... His it, parents loved wrestling. At the parties, <laughs> we all used our handle names. I don't remember ever. Do you know like Matahari? I would call her Matahari. I don't know her real name. Just, just here's a little incident that came up. You remember, uh, remember Hot Flash? Yes, from absolutely. The yeah. She actually came into where I work one time. She was, um, she she was gonna start taking college classes again, and I just saw her. And as much as I talk about calling people by their handles, I, I just immediately, I just, I knew her real name, but I called her by her, by her handle. I was like, hey, Hot Flash. Well, she was with her aunt or something, her sister. And she's like, uh, it, it kind of was an awkward moment because she just thought what? that was kind of weird. Must be happy your handle wasn't like Sex Bunny. <laughs> I don't ever remember calling you by your handle. Well, that's because I, I actually was one of the few that changed every now and again. And that, that was by by choice and also because of the fact that anything I came up with, people would hassle the crap out of me. <laughs> it was a sport. <laughs> it was a sport. We had a, we had a lot now, of Now, what do you think is, what is the closest modern day equivalent of BBSs? Facebook. Forums. Um... Facebook. Or I'd say they're sort of both right. If you took the chat live chat out of Facebook, but the the mm. difference is, uh, I mean, it's hard. I'll tell you what. Local. There used to be a thing. Uh, Yahoo used to run all these chat rooms, all right? And they would be they would have some that were local, like West Virginia would have. That's right. That's where I met Teresa on, on one of these chat rooms uh, one time, and they would be just for your locale. Now, does that mean other people? Couldn't show up and be like, well, heck, I'm from West Virginia, too. No, I meant they, I mean, we assumed. And Who it, would do that? And even, like, cities, it, probably to this day they still have this, it would be citywide chat room. You know, I remember Lexington and Louisville had one. Craigslist has it. And, 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 well, that's, you're getting a little weird there. But these are proper chat room or message boards or whatever. So I would say that's sort of the same thing. Because if you take out the lo- the locales, you got nothing. Because any jerk could just, you know... Well, the thing is with the internet, like you said, anybody can hop in there no matter where they're from, boom, and just say that's where they're from. Back in the BBS days, I mean, if you if, if you got on a BBS, it was generally assumed that you were within a certain prefix and area code. Yeah. Otherwise, you're paying long distance charges. Right. And most people did not want to do that. I mean, you could call up a, you could call up a BBS in like Cleveland or, or uh, uh, you know, Tecumseh. And be like, yeah, that's where I live, right there. But you, I don't. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, because then you'd be paying money and get to hear it from the phone. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and then, so I don't think that happened that often, where someone would just call up randomly in some oh. random city. Here, here's one for you. Remember this. This, this is something that's bygone as well. How many times did you get fussed at for tying up the phone line because somebody's waiting on a call or there might something might come up and that you need to keep? We got that all the time, clear. didn't we? Now, what I would do is, like, my domain... This is the good thing about being in high school. is like, my domain was the night. I would go, everyone was in bed. I'd make my move. And so I'd stay up until 2 or 3 in the morning. I was always a zombie at school and because, because of BBS. That's right. Well, but That's in my, in my case, about, my parents were concerned that something might go down with their, their parents or family or something, so they wanted to keep the lines open. Which you, I can... Looking back at the time, I mean, I was annoyed. I was like, nothing's going to happen. But I can understand their reasoning. Now that you're an adult. Right. Now, you had, they got you a second phone line, didn't they, eventually? No, they no, never did? No. I thought you got a second phone line. I was looking at it near the end. Yeah. Because I, I was actually thinking of, at one point, setting up a BBS, but it never really panned out. I, I think everyone thought about setting one up. I had one. I wish I could remember. What, you remember the... Uh, you ever, anybody here read uh, any Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Remember the the restaurant at the end of the universe? Mm-hmm. What was it called? The Carol- restaurant at the end of the universe. No, but it had a name. Oh, Maraways. I was I was gonna name my BBS because I was at the time I was really going through a thing, and I had I had one. Now it wasn't as elaborate as Chad's, but I went through. I think it was a Swiss S W S W I V. Not W W I V. W W I V. That's one I looked at, and I looked at the one the same one that Hotline was on. I looked at that one. Now, what did you need? This I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. What what is the process of setting up your own BBS? You want to handle that? 
It's I well, mean, it's simple. You don't really yeah, need basically, software. Basically, it's it's software, a modem, and depending on if you wanted to store any files on it, I mean, you had to have some sort of storage for that. Because you got to remember, this is back when a time where no one had hard drives. Right. Like my a lot, some of the BBSs we were on just ran off floppies, uh, and probably, I'd say most of them when you. I think Batcave was ran on a C sixty four, and I, I think not not oh, all man. of them. I remember Batcave. Uh, uh, not all, but some. Most, most people had a small hard drive. Like check, um, I don't know. I, I doubt it. I bet some people, a lot of people, because a lot of people didn't have files. Harley did. Harley did, but yeah, Harley's the guy that ran. Harley Davidson ran of the guy in the states. Did you ever meet Harley? You went to his house, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah. You were a co-sysop, weren't your assistant or something like that? Yeah, until he started showing favors to another, or favoritism toward another person on there that didn't... Harley was just like a lot of guys that run BBSs, and he would ha- a girl would catch his it, eye. It was kind of his dating service. Yeah, but I never met Harley. What was he? Did he look like a guy that would ride a Harley? Did he yeah. have a Harley? Yeah, he think think older Harley, Harley Davidson guy. There that you makes go. me happy. Long hair, like... <laughs> Beard. Yeah, smoking the... Smoking the Curious substances and so forth. I mean, yeah, you, I love you got it, it nailed. I love that. <laughs> Jovial. So what, jo- what, what does his guy? house look like? Because this guy looks BBS like you would have, been, would have expected it to. This guy's BBS was like the, our favorite. What the guy in the states? It was our favorite BBS in Huntington. Uh, I knew a guy that ran a, 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 a BBS in Winfield, and it was called I can't remember the name of, it, but his name was Derek, and, and he was a real wealthy kid, you know, and he ran. But he was super smart. That's something my these guys had in common. But in terms of actually setting the software up, you could set one up in a night and be ready to go, but it'd be generic as hell. Mm-hmm. So a lot I'm of people to, would uh, like to spruce it up. You could change what the menu say. Do you want it to talk like an old uh, a King Arthur guy? Or do you want it to you know say cool guys that are like metal stuff? Did you want to put pictures in there? Ansi graphics. I mean, this. Was, I, I mean, if you're running this off floppy disks, how can you? How can you have that much space to have? Well, stuff it doesn't like take that. that it's much. A, it was a much. It, different it's not time. like high different. It's not like high def video. Here. Right. We're it's talking text. Ansi graphics, which mm-hmm. is like a, a text file. Okay. Now, like characters. Chad said, I mean, I would say, pretty quick, people would like a guy like the Topol running the hotline. Topol would have. He had good storage on that. On that, he had a lot of files. On the hotline, well, so he actually, had, his he had, was the one that provided most of the hardware. Did he have? He had some CD-ROMs, didn't he, or something like that? Topol didn't do much for the board. It was uh, I can't remember his CoSysOps name, but he basically used him. Yeah, but but I mean, the, bad situation. That was there. the hotline, which is not a board. It's funny. I was I ended up being an admin on there, but it's not a board I favored because the, the, the you really wanted to go to the board. So the message base was hopping. The files. Unless they had pirated stuff, the the files didn't mean jack squat, did they? I mean, did you give a crap about you anything? You, so you weren't like Rob, where you would download like other people's poetry and stuff like that. I didn't give a crap about poetry. I told you last time. I, I that wanted, shocks me. I wanted I wanted hack. I wanted hack crack and and uh, uh, pirated stuff. If I was going for files, and honestly, now, if, if Aaron saw that, he would he would do something. Which I've heard him coin this phrase multiple times. He. Like on Topol's board, at one time he he said he wanted to download splat dot splat. Yeah, off the you board. You know what that means? No. Splat is another word for asterisk. It's a, a that it's means a wild card. download everything. Okay. <laughs> you know, but I hadn't thought about that for a while. Splat dot splat. I got that from you, by the way, because you always called asterisk splats. So he, I still do that today. I've still got in, until a few years ago. I still had a hack crack directory in my hard drive too. And I got that from him too. That's how he labeled all the all the uh, you know bomb making stuff and. Everything. They would be hack crack. Yeah, you know, was that's where we put all the yeah, stuff. If, if you've got that stuff, it's it's long since disappeared from. Oh yeah, you can't get that no more. But but I mean, uh, so storage part. was storage was something. I mean, you really had a, a, it, like Rob mentions. You had to have some. If you had some storage, you had a lot more uh, clout locally because you could you could you could run pirated stuff. Well, here's here's another thing that actually back in those days, generally. The people that were more serious about it, they generally wouldn't trade software online. You just go to a board, you'd hook up with people, mm-hmm. you'd trade stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like they'd mail you discs full of stuff. You mm-hmm. you it mail makes them sense discs because full the, of stuff. The, the, the transfer speed was so slow. Did you do that? Forever. Yeah. So we, did we did it too. Times. Remember, we had a guy Dad, in Jersey. Well, remember Dad's friend from work? Sure. Oh, we, yeah. We would go, we went over this. Dude's house, I remember him having discs everywhere. And we just 
copied and copied and copied and copied and copied. We did you go with us that time? I've been there. Yeah, I went over and got floppy disk full of stuff with Dad. Oh my god! It's gosh. before we got to drive. You've heard that tale. It's funny that we, uh, you know, when you were pirating software, this is something I wanted to get into because it was a pain to pirate software on the BBS, but we all did it. But you know, wherever you wanted something, and it was I never great. did it. I was always one hundred percent illegal. But did you have did you have any moral qualms? I mean, were you young? Did, did it ever occur to you? I don't think it ever occurred to me that what I was doing was that bad. Dude, I had a I bought a, a copy board to copy software. Consider what you're asking here. I mean, this is the way I looked at it, and I mean, this is maybe controversial. And I, maybe you guys, I felt like if you're smart enough to get away with it, you were beating the system. That's, well, I, I, I mean, that's really the way anything works. But I mean, but that's, I, 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 that's, that's legitimizing. That's not. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to make it sound like, hey, pirate. But listen, I mean, I, I can't. I can't lie about it. Uh, because I and I still do it, uh, on and all honestly, uh, but it, in those days it was the I, I couldn't buy every bit of software, and I've heard you know there's always software companies come out and say oh we lost all this money to piracy, of all the things I ever pirated and the thousands of discs and everything, I bet one fiftieth of it is something I would have ever bought. I mean most of it I never even played. It's like Rob said, it just sat on a shelf. Uh, you just never even fooled with it that much. You might run it one time, and then be like, "Ah, screw this! I'm not going to bother with it." Well, I mean, that's that. That's where they kind of developed the the software back then. The way that it it kind of started developing from that, because for all intents and purposes, you you get a piece of software, you get a game or something, you try it out. I mean, it was it was too much hit or miss. You don't want to go drop forty or fifty bucks on something. And then it sucked. I mean, that happened all the time. You think that's where, like, an outfit like Apogee came from that started doing that thing where you could get the demo, and if you liked it, you could buy, like, the second or third, like, Well, dude. also, that's where a lot of software, they started doing the started doing the begware and shareware. Yeah. I mean, all that evolved from that. Basically, it's, to give people a chance to try a limited version mm-hmm. or just have so many days to try it, and then if they liked it, they could buy it, which that, that was a step in the right direction. Shareware was a big deal in the BBS, yeah. too. That was something that was, uh, it became quite necessary in a lot of ways to get the utilities you needed. It was almost always like that, and then you could register it. Uh, and, and, and you did register some stuff, didn't you? No, you yeah. registered some I'm, I'm trying to think about it. I yeah, registered I, a few I things have, I, I, To this day, I mean, back in those days and to this day, if... Somebody develops a piece of software, and it's a good piece of software. I have no problem supporting them. But the thing is, then, like now, there's just so much junk. So much stuff that just doesn't do what it's supposed to do, doesn't work right. It's worse now with the phones. It's much worse. Yeah, but you you don't want to have to sink money into something that you're never going to be able to use. Yeah. I don't want to sink money into anything, period. (laughs) See, I, I... My college days were all pirating software for the collection purposes of it. Hardly played anything. Yeah. I don't pirate any games anymore. I don't pirate... I don't either. I don't pirate... And I still play games, but I just buy games now because I have money and I'm able to buy. Uh, I'm trying... Anything that I can easily rent, movie-wise... I rent I digitally now. I'm trying to think of the last thing I watched or played pirated. My gosh. I don't and I don't listen to music, so that's irrelevant. There's so much streaming stuff now too. It's almost pointless. Yeah, to, I mean I, I never download any MP threes. It's because I used to listen to whatever you want. Go yeah. to YouTube or whatever. I, I'm a bit like Chad said, I'm a I'm a big person to say if it's good I want to support them, I want them to grow. And there are there are, are programs that I've bought because I like the company because I like what they're doing more so than the actual product of the time, hoping that they'll get somewhere down the line. But that's a recent development. When you were when you were pirating someone to be BBSs, oh, well, you had to probably no. You had I no had no quad. money. I had no that's, money. That's, I mean, really, that's that's part of it too. You're getting stuff. Uh, part of it's the. Th- I mean, for me, the BBS thing was part of it was just the thrill of it. It's like, man. That's a game I want, and there it is. And I can get it from sitting here at the house. I can have it downloaded tomorrow morning. Well, I'm in. Yeah. You didn't even think it was, about the fact that it took like hours to download one disc of it. You're just like, I gotta have it. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it was. It was. It was very much a collection thing because I, Big Red Racing is probably the only game I, I actually regret pirating and not buying. 
because I played so much of it. You did love that. You know, something else you got to consider is is when you would download dit, like let's say I downloaded three or four discs, so you had to be sitting there with someone to store it. Because in uh, for the majority of the BBS days that I had, I had no hard drive. And so if you're downloading disc after disc, that joke just doesn't sit there in the ether. You've got to have a disc ready to go. Mm-hmm. Which means it's not like now where I could be like, you know, I'm going to download a season of blah. And then I go to work and come back. Bro, it's done. I'm great. No, you had to sit there with a disc. And the second it finished that one, you got to plop that one out, start up your X modem or your Z modem and keep going. Or am I wrong? And you had no choice in the matter. You had nowhere to store it. So... Piracy in those days, you pirate more. I could go home right now and download more in, 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 in 20 minutes, and I probably cumulatively downloaded the entire time I was on BBSs because of the speed difference. It's, it's ridiculous. So you couldn't really be like, a, I mean, Rob talks about in his book all the discs he's got for the C64, and I had a ton of discs for the Amiga, for example, but the majority of that stuff came from me downloading a few discs then swapping them with people. Like Chad said, that's when you meet up with your buddies or you find a source that's got stuff you don't have and you make a deal. That that, that was another thing that came of BBSs too. There, there'd be a lot of meets arranged for people just to swap software. Because mm-hmm. you play a game so many times, you get tired of it. Somebody else hadn't played it, they want to play it, and they're in the same boat with something let else. Me, let me ask you a question. Did you ever get so desperate where like, there was a game that you saw on the BBS and you've been waiting for this to pop up forever? And you look at your pie and you don't have any more blank discs. Did you ever take a disc that already had stuff on it and just overwrite it? Absolutely. All the no, time. I, any, anything that I had back in those days, I kept. Hmm. Yeah, I, he I was never a, he's an archivist, but yeah, I've done it. And I'll tell you something else I've done. I'm looking for, I know that I've downloaded disc two of a three disc game and it's bad on a BBS. Will I dial Chicago to get it? Will I dial uh, Minneapolis? Yes. And, and not tell my folks. And so when they get that, well, they, they'd find out. And they get, they would find out. But I wanted the game, and so often and this happened quite a bit. Is you would pay more for long distance, and the game would be worth. Mm. Yeah. And so, of course, I was a kid. I was just like, man, free game. Well, no, it wasn't really free. Someone's <laughs> playing for your hour call in Minneapolis. It ain't you, buddy. But someone's paying for it. So you had to sort of, as you got, as I got older, I was like, okay, I got to look at the cost efficiency of this particular move here. And it was a lot easier just to go and have a copy party. Plus, it was another way to socialize. I mean, socializing was a big part of it, wasn't it? I mean, it really was. Yeah. And especially when you're in your college years. I mean, I would never give that time back. It was. It would. I mean, this is sad, but it was really my major social outlet. Was just the people I met. I didn't know anybody in Huntington. Some of my friends eventually moved there, but when I moved there, I didn't know anyone, and I wasn't a real outgoing guy at the time. And so. Uh, meeting Chad down there and Road Warrior and, 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 and Starman and Love Child and all these other people, those were those my friends. I didn't know them, and I, and I could see my friends online or I could see them in person. And it, and it was it was a very similar experience both ways, you know. Uh, it was that it, it was fun. You know, can you imagine having live chat and stuff back in those days? I mean, it would have changed the dynamic in well, a big way. Well, ironically, some, some BBSs, none, none that I can think of in this area, but some BBSs, had the capability where they could have multiple phone lines set up and they could do that. Yeah, there weren't too many around here. Really there most of the time around here most of the time you of. could only talk to you could chat with a sysop mm-hmm. if they were in. And what I, and something you could do was great which you could page, page the, the sysop. sysop. You ever, did you ever do that when you were when you? Yeah. you I, were, I didn't want to do that with people. You normally want to go to the radar because a lot of times what you're doing on the board is probably stuff the sysop would like. <laughs> like you're trying. I remember many times trying to guess the password to a VIP section, you know. And I'm like, man, I hope he's not watching. You know, blah blah blah. blah. So I, I mean, were your actions? All of your actions were visible on absolutely. Computer. When he sat there, he could watch you do all your See, business. I, I didn't know that. If you're yeah. writing an email, or I guess it was an email, but if you're like. Screw you, sysop. But he can watch you typing it and be like, yeah, oh, yeah? Typing type your post. You know, and wow. so he can he could get it. He could jump in at any moment. Let's, let's back up for just a second. Yeah. So BBS, only one person can connect it at a time. Normally, unless they've got multiple phones. Okay. Yeah. So, like, a, a large percentage of your time was spent just kind of waiting around. Like, if you're sitting at home and you want to connect your favorite board, just sort oh, of yes. waiting for it Pound to Pound the phone right? over and over. Yeah. Pound the yeah, they, they had redollars built into the software. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, often, like I mentioned this briefly before, but we didn't go into it that much. Much is that you would have, that's why you needed a big list. I used a, a program called Telex when I got the PC, uh, but on the Amiga, gosh, what the heck was I using? I, most of my BBS was, I, I did some BBS on the Amiga, but most of it was done with my Tandy. And, and, uh, uh, 
you would have a. You, I mean, I've got printouts. I still got them of all the BBSs, all the local BBSs: Polaris, Hotline, Batcave, Guy in the States, PA, River Cities, River Cities. You, you, need, to, you need to take a picture of that. And I will put it up on. And, and but I've got all these phone numbers, and mm-hmm. so you're like, okay, I can't get on. I can't get on Batcave tonight. And sometimes the BBS would go down. The worst thing is if it went down and you didn't know if it was coming back, because anytime they went down, you weren't sure they were ever coming back. And when a BBS went down forever, it was sad, wasn't it? You're like, man, I, you know, I like that BBS. And I mean, there is really no incentive at all for somebody running a BBS to keep it open, other than just sort of the like, popularity. Popularity. Well, they would also no, they used it to anything. get software too. Sometimes Hobby. if they had pirate sex or porn or whatever they were after, they could get it. You know, but but yeah, most of the time, like guy in the states, Roy didn't have a file section that was. I mean, it had some nah. files. But it wasn't anything. I mean, it wasn't that. It, it was shapes. all about the forums and the games. You know, and so. He was just running it as like a, I don't, I don't want to say it's a public service. He got off one and he was his BBS. Right. And, and to, that was sort of your ultimate goal in a weird way was to have your, well, don't you think? It was like, man, if I ran the BBS, here's what I would do. You know, blah. But when you're a user and you can't get on, you're right. You slam, you just hit read on, you go watch TV for a while. Or if you can't, if you've got to get your fix, you, you just dial another one. And there was a couple that you could always get on. Uh, the, the one I remember is West Virginia Net, which was it was a school's classic one, and it sucked. It sucked, <laughs> well, and it had a file limit. But I mean, you could at least you were doing something. You were on, and you were you're typing, right, yeah. and you were you know. Well, you, know. you could also the software was smart enough that you could set it up basically just to go through and just dial, dial one, you, one after another yeah. until it got through to one. Once you dial it, it took it out of the queue. And, and I remember just you can remember rest. that distinctly that little noise. And then when it when it failed or you got disconnected, it made that noise. Am I wrong? That's what it sounded like. I, I mean, I've heard it so many times. I've got it memorized, you know. Uh, uh, and you, but you, when you hear do 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 do, you you rush in the room from whatever you're doing. It's time to go to work. And you get on there. Okay, I've got X amount. Of, some BBS is limited to the amount of time you had. Some uh, quite a few of them actually. So, Generally, it was about an hour. Wasn't yeah. It? Was there was there a countdown timer anywhere no, on the screen? No, or just no, okay. no, no. It's about, probably about five minutes left. I think it would warn you sometimes. Well, sometimes of course, the, the software, like Telex, you were mentioning, it, it showed how long you were on. Right. Time. So you sort so of knew. You knew. But I mean, man, when you were doing something, you just got kicked. You'd be like, "What?" Hmm? You were like, at first, you're like, oh, "Was that my end or was that them?" Okay, let me dial back in. Oh crap! It's busy. I don't know what yeah. I do. I was in the middle of doing this. And sometimes it would there would be an hour limit for the day. Yeah. And so you would, and I remember many times being like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm satisfied. I got my hour in." But it was, it was very addictive, wasn't it? I mean, there there were, which especially with the gaming, I will say this: there were a lot of people, myself included, that sometimes if you had important stuff going on in the games, you would want to get on right before midnight. Then right when the clock ticked, you'd want to be right on after midnight. Two turns in a so row. So you get two in a row. Yeah. The gaming was part of it towards the end. I didn't gain that much at the beginning, uh, but uh, towards the end, I played a lot of you games. You got in, uh, what was it, the Space Dynasty? Space Dynasty. I know, Brent, you played. Uh, all I did was play Trade Wars and Trade Wars, Wars, Space Dynasty. I was Usurper. They had a that? Pro, yeah, and I remember that uh, Guy in the States had a pro wrestling also, game. There was, I remember that, too. There was, there was one, like, sex game. Where you would go, you would walk the streets, and you could sleep with different people. <laughs> no, what? I yeah. don't remember this. GTA, the yeah. door game. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Yeah, you could you could buy protection. What? Or or not buy protection. What? And just risk it. And every time you slept with someone, you got money. So How does that work? It Where was, does that work? It was basically virtual hooker. I remember. I can't remember. <laughs> but it's going in the uh, <laughs> virtual so hooker. You, you, the door it, game. So it's Man, like what the, board? What were you called? I, I, <laughs> there's I'm R- trying to. I, there's no way I can remember what it's called. Card R eighty. Because I remember I, you. Because you would. If you got an STD, you could choose. <laughs> if, you, if you got an STD, what? you could choose to not. You could just choose to end your character. <laughs> end them. Yeah, make a new character, or you could choose to spread it. <laughs> yes. Now, I, now, is this the start of computer viruses? Or no. no, no. My no. I, I distinctly remember you would be like, man. I don't have enough money to buy protection, but I'm like four dollars away from buying like that hat I really want. It was something really stupid, and be like, all right, I'm just gonna go with it. chlamydia. Crap! It's like, well, 
I'm still really close to that hat. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll the dice. Chlamydia. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That must be a hell of a hat. <laughs> Even then, hats were a big deal in gaming. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'll never remember the name of it. But I, I distinctly that is a eight door. year old me remembers playing that game. Oh god, eight. Luke is eight. That is disturbing. I gotta see what he's doing on that tablet. <laughs> Are you playing Walk the Streets? <laughs> if I were here looking, chlamydia, my hat! <laughs> was it called Drug Wars? I, that was a game. I do remember a game yeah. called Drug Wars. I think it's it AD. was called Drug Wars. Oh. Yeah, because you yeah you you would sleep around oh. to get money to buy oh. drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. I think it was Drug Wars. <laughs> Oh man, those are those are door games, but man, I don't remember that door game. But I do remember the game Drug War, so maybe you're honest. I bet you can still play that somewhere. We're at the look. I know. We may have to go in there and give it a shot. So do I go with that pretension or do I just take the chance? I want that hat. I'll risk a media for a hat any day of the week. Man, what you remember from your childhood. I know, that's that's oh wacky. Gosh. Door games though that they became pretty popular there towards the end. Yeah. You know, and they and uh, they've developed into pretty something pretty awesome. I mean, they really they were fun. They also had door casinos. Door games were like what they called online games and then BBS days. Now, what's the difference between a door game and a mud? <laughs> now, you're well, talking are multi-user uh, dungeons. Uh, you're talking uh, to uh, Mr. Mud. Really? Right I've here. I've always heard tell about He muds, is the mud. Tell, okay. him, tell him your tale, Chudley. I'm not going to go into much detail. Think, uh, as far as a mud, think EverQuest minus the graphics. It's it's all text-based. But it, it, it's and rampant similar. cheating. <laughs> no. Okay, we go ahead. All right, go ahead. Tell your story. Well, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> listen. This guy played MUDs. Morning, noon, night. He gets so into mud that he moved his bed beside the computer. So don't lie, because you did. And he would, so he could lay down while he was typing. He had this gimmick where he he made his name to kill someone in, that, in the mud he was playing. What was it called? Vampire Wars? Or something God like that? Wars. God Wars. You had to type in a lot of wars back in, in the BBS days. Had to type in kill and then the name of the character, and his name was like. 50 characters long, in, unpronounceable, so they had to change the rules because of Chad. Which it was quite clever. It, it impressed everybody because the, I'd be walking around and people would be trying to kill me and nobody would ever get it right. They get, yeah. Let's talk about the real world effects. You're the Wilt Chamberlain of MUDs. They <laughs> changed the rules. I'd say Brent's, Brent's during war story is more Wilt Chamberlain like. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, here's the problem with You muds. don't see him in a hat. That's all I'm saying. Chad, Chad was so addicted to this mud. That he wouldn't leave the house, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go. He would stop. He would do nothing but play the mud nonstop. Am I wrong? Tell me how much you played well, that I mud. Mean, I, I played it a lot. He played it all I still the time. And I still did he, real. He would stuff. call in the work. He no, would, I didn't. Yeah, all the time. I never called in the work. He's water. a mud playing <laughs> mudder. He's a crazy mudder. He played this thing all the time. Every time I talked to him, he was playing this mud. He was talking about what was going on in the mud. I thought to myself, my God. And finally, what, what made you stop playing this mud? Because you played the hell out of it for months. I couldn't, I couldn't was it always it. the same one? Was it God War all the way? Well, that was the name of it. There were there were a kajillion. But of I mean, is that there. the one that you focused your energies on? Yeah. Is it was it classic Chad where you played it obsessively until the point where you're like, I'm sick of this, and you stop playing it? Because that sounds like you. Yeah, I think yeah. it was something like that. <laughs> I mean, trust me, he played the hell out of this mud. But. The, the thing is, unlike other people that have gotten addicted to online games, uh, say, for example, EverQuest, I, I basically well, came uh, back out of the real world eventually. Yeah, because City Heroes shut down. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, he just nailed you there, dude. <laughs> but yeah, MUDs were a bit... Although, you didn't play the MUDs on the BBSs, did you? Those were, that was on the internet, right? I'm trying to remember if that was the internet or was BBS. It was in. I think they had. That, that was inter, That was internet. Yeah, that was. It was early, early internet. Of course, this is now. You can play whatever you want on the internet. But in the very early days of the internet, one of the things that established it uh, was the fact that you could play games on it that were better than what you were playing on BBS. So AOL had games, Genie had games, all these services had games, and that were they were better than BBS well, they were games. graphically better for sure because sure. they were graphics but yeah, I, mean, I remember because you had to tell net to it to play it yeah so, so it was on the internet 
But uh, uh, the games in the BBSs, they were a lot of fun. They got better. Sometimes they, I remember at the very, very end, I even saw some ANSI best sort of like action arcade type games on the BBS. But I mean, this is at the very end. And they were, you know, it, by today's standards, they'd be worse than garbage. But they were, at the time, it was, it was unique because you were moving a cursor on the screen or whatever. Most of them were all text based. You know, but again, this, the, the, the demise of BBSs is very much in lockstep with the demise of that sort of gaming in general. You know, when PC games started looking awesome, people started demanding more attractive games that with more arcade type gameplay. It was inevitable that stuff that was text-based was going to go by the wayside, and that's exactly what happened. It also coincided with the internet, so it, it worked out perfectly. It's a uh, perfect you know. storm of, for, of doom. You know, although I will say, you can still play door games. You can still play them on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I've never done it because I don't know. It doesn't hold up. Well, I don't know. I mean, it may hold up. I don't know if it's something I could. If I play it, I'm like, you know, what, what am I doing here? You know, can you really? Can you go back? I don't know. You know, I mean, you can, yeah, it's but like should going you? Back and watching old episodes of Buck Rogers or something. It's yeah. like it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. But, you know, it was fun while it lasted, wasn't it? We had a good time, mm-hmm. and we met a lot of fun people. I met the Chud here, and how long did you say I've known you now? 600 oh, years? Not quite that long. Forever. 30 years? Not going on it, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, you know, hey, who knew that first night when we went to see Ghost together that we still... Of <laughs> <laughs> all movies to go see. You good told job. me to go see it. I thought it was a horror film. I was... <laughs> When, when you go see Ghost with Shadow Master and Road Warrior, you've probably stepped in something. And, and you know, it's just a lot of the online people thought I was a woman. Did you guys know I was a man? There you go. I didn't know. I mean, honestly, even I still have questions. I'm your brother. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Take it to the house. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this multi-part BBS memories series up. If there are any BBS-related things that we haven't covered that uh, you'd like us to in a future episode, please leave us a comment on the chat or send us a message at uh, amigos at amigospodcast.com. We'll see you all later. Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.